Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to Facebook Live. You know what? I just feel like on Tuesdays I have more to say. So we take the conversation from the airwaves and take it to you live on Facebook. Always good to be with you. Thanks for joining me this morning. Wanted to talk about something that government and the media has largely ignored, if not outright trashed over the past year. And that is a simple thing called herd immunity. We've now seen this in three separate instances, hey, good morning, Joseph, that to me proves the point beyond any reasonable doubt. First, Dr. Daniel Murphy at St. Barnabas in the Bronx back last April, seriously, a year ago. Hey, Elizabeth, good morning. Hi, Sue. How are you guys doing? Um, Elizabeth, great job on your Facebook Live. You're getting some great guests with Women for Trump and uh, Jersey First. Outstanding job. You guys got to check out Women for Trump and Jersey First on Facebook. My friend Elizabeth Nader does an awesome job hosting this show. Um, so three examples of herd immunity that are almost completely ignored by the media. Number one, Dr. Daniel Murphy, head of emergency medicine St. Barnabas, a year ago said in the Bronx, the hardest hit area, the hardest hit area in the world. He believed they had achieved herd immunity by April. Why? Because on April 7th, the number of discharges, deaths, and transferred transfers from the hospital outnumbered the number of admissions. And he said, look, we estimate that at least half of our community in the Bronx, all essential workers, nobody distanced, nobody masked, he's like, at least half have already had coronavirus. Most weren't sick. The ones that were, they rushed the hospital. It was a bad three weeks in the Bronx, but they got through it. Second example, we had Dr. Marty McCary, who is a medical professor at the medical school at Johns Hopkins University, the original creators of all the fear porn and the clickbait. And he came out and said, look, we've already had more than 200 million Americans have coronavirus. 55% of us had natural immunity from go. He said, we will hit herd immunity by the first week in April. Guys, we're here. Most people get coronavirus. Most don't even show a symptom. Now that's from, that's from Johns Hopkins. We've heard similar calls for herd immunity from the 50,000 plus medical professionals that signed the Great Barrington Declaration. We've heard it from Dr. Martin Kulldorff, who uh, is a top doc who actually wrote the Barrington Declaration. He, or one of three doctors that wrote it, another one from Stanford, another from Oxford. But he's at Harvard Medical School, came on my show, talked about herd immunity. Those are two big examples. Now the third, we just learned that herd immunity has been achieved in the Amish and Mennonite community in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Now let me just give you a little background. This is a community of about 43,000 people. 90% of them contracted coronavirus, 90% of them. Why? They opened up their churches, no masks, no distance, back to normal, and they did this last spring. 90% and nobody died. I mean, you know, come on. That, the, the, you're looking at this and they don't want the vaccine. They're not gonna wear masks, none of this stuff. So I would ask you this question. If coronavirus was so deadly, why the need to pad the death counts? Why were there people added to the death counts in Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey way back last spring? Why? Why, if this was so bad and so deadly, why did the Nevada Health Department say that anyone that died from natural causes, let me say that again for the cheap seats, died from natural causes, 
but within 30 days of a COVID test counted as a COVID death. Why? Why? If this is so deadly, why is it that the only people that really die from it have at least three comorbidities? Why, if this is so deadly to average people that we need to be masked, distanced, isolated, and vaccinated, why is it that 94% of everyone who died, A, had three comorbidities, B, most were over the age of 70? Why, if this is so deadly, is there almost a non-existent death rate among kids under the age of 20? Why are the schools closed? None of this makes sense. Why, if this is so deadly, does the governor need to add old cases to pump up the case count every day? Why, why, why? And for those of you that read all the tweets and everything yesterday with the media patting themselves on the back because one reporter asked a question and the governor fumbled over it, irrelevant. Where the hell were these reporters for the last year? Don't give the media one ounce of credit. None of them deserve any credit whatsoever. They have been complicit in feeding this fear porn panic narrative, which has now got people lining up to take a vaccine. And let me say something about the vaccine. Talk about a load of crap. You literally have a disease with a 99.8% survival rate, number one. Number two, number two, thank you, Gee, appreciate that. Thank you, Mike. Number two, when you look at the number of people who are actually vaccinated, as of March 25th, 14.6% of the country. That means 85 out of every 100 people not vaccinated, same in New Jersey. Why are the hospitals not full? Why are people not dropping dead? The virus is over, over, over. Nobody, nobody called the virus a hoax. What we did do is call the government response a scam. That's right, it was a power grab. It never had anything to do with public health. I have read some nasty articles, even on my own website, where people write and they try to shame you. They tell you you're not a patriot if you don't want to get vaccinated. They tell you that you're a killer if you don't wear a mask. Guys, let me tell you, that is the height of propaganda. Don't listen to anyone who is trying to shame you into wearing a mask or getting a vaccine. For the most part, people who are doing all the shaming are so unhealthy that they're vulnerable. They're the ones that should stay home and isolate themselves. The very idea that we have this mask shaming and now vaccine shaming, thank God for strong leaders like Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida who stood up and said no. He called them out on this BS. He said, no, we're not gonna allow for vaccine passports to be legal. Period. End of sentence. Uh, yes, it's hashtag Fire Bill Spadia. And you go right to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Go to the contact us and you can um, you can let people know, Rob, that you want me to be fired. Uh, I'm not hiding anywhere. I go out every day. As a matter of fact, Rob, I do hot yoga five times a week where we are literally exchanging and inhaling each other's body fluids. Think about that. I know it sounds disgusting, but here's the bottom line. We interact and I'm healthy as a racehorse. As a matter of fact, not only have I not had so much as a cold in the past three years, but I focus on my health. I pay attention. What you see here is the fact that I had the ability and the strength and was blessed with the power to make my own rules and set up my own shop. Why did I do it? Because I'm not complying with the corporate nonsense. I think it is illegal and immoral 
for your employer to take your temperature, ask you for a health screening, and require you to wear a mask. And the lawsuits will be coming. And I have referenced and referred people to different law firms, and I'm going to just sit back and watch it happen. Then the corporations that have stumbled into this, you know, if they pay a legal price, oh well, too bad. Could have told you that a year ago. Let me tell you how sneaky Governor Murphy is on this note. Governor Murphy in the bill, thank you, Vanny. Governor Murphy in the executive order about masks put in an exception. Yeah, Gene, right? Only applies to abortion, exactly right. Um, thank you, Christine. Truth, truth, truth. Thank you, Denise, thank you, Pamela. Thank you, George. Here's the bottom line. He put in the executive order an exemption for health. Why did he do that? So when the lawsuits start, the state will not have to be held accountable. The businesses are the ones that will be held accountable because most businesses have not allowed for compliance with the letter of the law, which is why I've told my cop friends and I hear from many of them, they refuse to enforce some of this nonsense. Why? Because it's ridiculous. Okay, Julie, I'll check Twitter later if you tag me. Um, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. The masks do nothing to stop the spread of the virus. Matter of fact, you could make a very good case, and many have made the case that the masks actually increase the spread. So all of you walking around all huffy with your mask on or your two masks on, you look ridiculous. You look like a scared child. The kids know more today than mask-wearing adults. It is time to fight like hell. Now, let me say something on a political note I mentioned at the end of the show. I don't make endorsements in primaries, but I have challenged the Republican candidates who want to oppose Governor Murphy to commit to two things. And, and you should base your vote on this. Number one, commit to rescinding 100% of all, every single one, COVID restriction on day one. Rescind every single one of them. Kill the executive orders. No restrictions at all. That's number one. Number two, commit to making it illegal for a private business to require a vaccine passport. Period. End of sentence. Now, if they can commit to those two things, they should get your vote. So far, only Phil Rizzo has made a commitment that I am aware of to that. That's it. Now, the, the presumptive nominee, the front runner, Jack Cittarelli, he is not going to want to debate Phil. He's not going to want to talk about it. And that coward has refused, to my knowledge, maybe somebody can correct me, um, has not come out and said he would kill every COVID restriction. I got ambushed the other day. You'll love this. So I'm on Facebook Live and I'm talking to the young Republicans. And I guess they thought they were being cute. They, after I was done, instead of taking questions from the students who were there, they ended up bringing Jack Cittarelli on, who offered a rebuttal to my remarks. It was so embarrassing and so ridiculous. For him, I didn't care. I love stuff like that. You can't trip me up because I'm speaking truth. So it's what I tell people. I call the radio station. You want to challenge me. You want to fight me. Fight me. That's great. You literally can't trip me up because when I've got truth and facts on my side, nothing is stronger than that. And I don't have to read from notes and I don't have to memorize little tidbits. No, I'm reading two, three hours a day, reading the doctors, the misinformation, the poison, the corruption, the propaganda. It's coming from media outlets. It's coming from so-called news outlets and your government. So anyway, I asked Jack Cittarelli when it was time for questions on him. I said, I got a simple question, Jack. Will you commit 
Will you commit to rescinding all of the governor's COVID restrictions on day one? You know what his answer was? <laughs> his answer was, I'm going to be the nominee. I've won 14 or 15 county conventions so far. That's it. So the Republican Party is effectively useless. And unless we elect somebody strong enough to take the fight to Governor Murphy, who refuses to wear a mask, who will stand up against the vaccine passports, who will stand up for school children and teachers and cops and everyone else affected adversely and being crushed by this pandemic lockdown, until we have that voice, we're not going anywhere and Phil Murphy's gonna win again. It's pretty simple. So it's, well, you know, Anna, it's not even a terrible answer. It's a stupid answer. It's the, it's the part of the problem that we've seen in America and in New Jersey in particular. Don't forget this fact. The reason that Governor DeSantis is so strong is not a credit to Governor DeSantis. It is a credit to the people of Florida who said we've had enough of this crap. That's what it's a credit to. DeSantis locked down for a couple of weeks too. Now he got his head out of his you know what quick enough to turn it around and Florida is now booming. Uh, the governor in South Dakota made a stupid decision to veto this, um, this bill that would bar um, biological boys from playing in girls sports, but that's a mistake. We may overlook that because at the same time, she also kept everything in South Dakota open. Same thing in South Korea, same thing in Sweden. They kept everything open and they now are showing lower excess deaths than the rest of Europe. Think about that. Uh, Sweden was showing over a four month rolling average, only a 7% increase in excess deaths compared to Spain, which is locked down and locking down again, almost a 19% increase, almost three times as high. So the reality is this, for most of you, you are totally safe from, you are literally totally safe from coronavirus. I cannot say the same thing about the vaccine. I don't trust it. I'm not taking it. And if it becomes a prerequisite to go to a restaurant, fine. I haven't been to a restaurant in a year. I order out, I pick up from my friends, I meet them, and we have normal conversations. Um, you know, as far as the beach, as far as concerts, etc., I'm not wearing a mask. I had a whole thing with the Count Basie Theater, and thankfully, uh, the Basie agreed with me that uh, I will be on stage, no mask, and that's it, April 10th and 11th. Get your tickets at thebasey.org. Um, real stuff, guys. You know, um, real stuff. We are, we are in danger of losing the forward momentum of a free country. And once you lose that forward momentum of spreading freedom, you end up going backward and you lose your freedom. So it's time to fight back. Uh, I think President Biden is an illegitimate president. Why? I don't think he is mentally competent to serve in the office. I also think that there are too many questions about what happened in Georgia, Michigan, and Arizona to say without any doubt there wasn't voter fraud. So the fact that the other side won't allow you to speak about voter fraud, um, that's part of the problem. If they were so confident that there was no cheating, why can't you talk about it? If there's, the reason I don't go to restaurants, Stephanie, is I will not wear a mask to be a part of the charade. So I am not going to put on something to cover my face to walk 15 feet from the hostess stand to the table and then get up to use the bathroom. I'm simply not gonna do it. Not going to do it, period, end of sentence. So I've not worn a mask since this started. I now work from home. I mean, honestly, I walk down the stairs. I'm able to walk the dog, go to yoga. I'm living my best life. 
which is why I'm fighting like hell for you, because I recognize that I have been blessed with the ability to make my own rules. And I know a lot of you cannot do that. You're stuck working for these big box stores who I think are breaking the law by requiring you to get tested and vaccines and the whole nine yards. But we'll let the lawyers sort that out over time. But for all of you small businesses, I wanna thank so many of you that I talked to over this past weekend who some put up a sign recognizing the medical exemptions for the masks but many of you are simply not enforcing it any longer. Uh, I love it, I knew, I knew that we would see this thing through. No masks, no distance, hug your relatives. We are getting ready for a super spreader Easter. We're gonna have uh, age ranges from eight to 80 and I cannot wait. You know why? Because I know COVID is over. I hope you do too. It's over guys, over, 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 over. You don't need the vaccine, you don't need the lockdown. Proof is in the pudding. 85% of the country not vaccinated and the virus is gone for the most part. So reality has a way of taking control and you know, you just gotta live long enough to get there. And we are here now. New Jersey is last on the list. So we gotta fight like hell. And uh, I think you ought to call out any, if you get a call from a volunteer from Jack Cittarelli running for governor, I want you to ask the volunteer or ask Jack Will he commit to reopening the state 100% on day one? Will he rescind every single executive order that locked us down? That's number one. Number two, will he commit to making it illegal to force a vaccine passport? And if the answer is a hedge or I'm not sure, I don't know, don't give him your vote because he's a bum. And that's the sad part about this. He's the best the Republicans could do. What an embarrassment. We can do better. There are other candidates out there. Phil Rizzo's running. Hirsch Singh is running. Again, I don't make endorsements. I have had both gentlemen on the show. Um, take a look at all the candidates. Now, right now, I think the best opposition guy who has the strength and the ability to raise the money is uh, my friend Phil Rizzo. Again, I say that without making an endorsement, but I do think he is the only, well, I can tell you, he's the only one that has answered the question directly ending every single COVID restriction and absolutely following the lead of Governor DeSantis in Florida. No way, no how, no vax passport, period, end of sentence. All right, guys, thank you for joining me. Always great to have you. Uh, hey, Jennifer, good to see you. Good to see you, Nicolo. Uh, thank you, guys. Don't forget, it was all about the money, all about the money, all about the money. There's corruption in media. You can't trust the news. I can't, I'll tell you something. I have not seen a report that has been balanced in a year. The only thing that I trust is my conversation with Eric Scott. That's why he is my strong morning news anchor. He brings something up. We have a conversation about it. Facts, not fiction, not fear porn, not the panic peddling agenda of most reporters out there. Stop listening, tune them out. Tune me in. I won't steer you wrong. Facts. I am a super spreader of truth. Join me. Happy super spreader Easter. It's coming up. Happy super spreader Seder. If you've had your Passover meals uh, with friends and family, enjoy it. Uh, thank you to all of you for joining me. I'll see you tomorrow on the show, 6 to 10 a.m.